Hi, and welcome. You are listening to the Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories and lessons I've learned and I keep learning on my quest to live happier. So this podcast is produced every week, and the show notes can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast. This is episode 15, entitled A Live Happier Red Flag, I Should Be Happy. So let's get on to the show. So earlier this week, I was having wine with a girlfriend of mine, and we were talking about her and her husband. And they've had some issues over the years, and they're trying to work it out. And and so he's really trying hard to be there for her and be present to her. And one of the ways that he shows his love is to give her gifts and to really shower her with love, with presents and gifts and financial support. And she said to me over wine, you know, I should be happy. A lot of women would kill to get all these gifts. A lot of women would, would love to come home and receive all the stuff I'm receiving. And she's like, but it's just not hitting it for me. And I feel really bad because he's trying so hard and I'm just so ungrateful. And she went on about this for a while. And then finally I said to her, you know, what if what he's doing to show his love just isn't hitting it for you? And instead of beating yourself up for... I should be happy with what he's giving me, get really clear on what would hit the mark for you and then be able to express that to him so he can hit the mark better and start giving you the things that you need from him. And she was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Like I said, so instead of feeling guilty to recognize it's okay that this stuff isn't hitting the mark, I need to figure out what does. And so she was like, oh my gosh, that'd be a great podcast. You should start podcasting about that. And, and we were laughing and here I go podcasting about it. But I think that that is, you know, such a live happier red flag that we really get stuck in, I should be happy. You know, I should be happy. I have a good paying job. I should be happy. I have decent benefits. I should be happy. I have a great husband. When we say the phrase, I should be happy, it usually means one of two things. First off, you're convincing yourself that you should be happy based on someone else's definition of happiness. The fact that someone else told you that this is the perfect job or benefits are key to all of life or what a dream home is supposed to look like or what a husband really shares when he loves you. And so you're in an effort to live up to someone else's standard of what happiness is. You're convincing yourself you're really happy with that aspect of your life. In this option, when we say, I should be happy, we're attempting to convince ourselves of something that isn't true for us. So it's important to do a really sincere gut check when we hear that phrase and ask ourselves, according to whose standards should I be happy? Am I living a life based on my standards or someone else's? And are there changes I need to make to live more in line with what I intend for my life? And that's what I encourage my friend to do. You know, she was living, she's living by someone else's standards. Some other woman someplace else would love to get gifts and would love to have her husband shower her with presents. And that's okay. But that isn't what my friend wants. She doesn't want the gifts and the presents. And that's okay. She just needs to get clear on being able to express that rather than sitting in the muck of saying, I should be, I should be, I should be, I should be. The second option when people say, I should be happy, is you're actually living in the messy and you're holding two very different truths. And that is a really uncomfortable process. So you have a good paying job and it isn't really what you want to do. You just had a baby that you love and adore and it's hard being a new parent. Your husband is fantastic and sometimes it's hard to live with another person. Or you have decent benefits And you're starting to wonder if it's worth the sacrifice to hate your job so much for the sake of good benefits. 
One of the many mysteries of life that I'm most struck by is that eternal blend of positive and negative. The idea that life will forever be messy, no matter how much we strive to have it tied up in a neat little bow. There will always be tragedy and joy intermixed together. And getting comfortable with these two ends of the continuum and bringing them closer together is a lifelong process. When we're saying, I should be happy, in an effort to convince ourselves to suck it up, forget the challenges, and just look at the positive, we run ourselves ragged. And so it's important to embrace the mess and to give ourselves a break. It's okay to love what we have and to want more. It's okay to be holding both of those. You have your dream house and it has a lot of work to do on it. You have an amazing husband and he doesn't always hit the mark every time. And the more we can be truly honest about what's going on, the better off we're gonna be. So pay attention when you start saying, I should be happy. Stop and ask yourself, what's really going on here? Am I living by someone else's standards like my friend was about what happiness looks like? Or am I avoiding the messiness of life? And I think this shows up in other ways because I think sometimes this avoiding the messiness of life is we get we get stuck in our lives and we get stuck because we don't want to move forward. We don't want to make a decision about what comes next. And a really common example of this is I don't like my job and I don't know what to do next. And so we think about all the options. I could go back to school. I could move to Jamaica. I could stay at my current job and ask for a raise. I could move companies and do the same job, or I could do nothing. Yeah, the possibilities are endless. And then we think of all the shoulds. I should be making more money. I should be responsible. I should stay where I am for the kids. I should have a master's degree. I should study something appropriate. And on and on and on. We get trapped in those shoulds. More often than not, we choose the do-nothing option. Not because it's what we want necessarily, but because it's less painful. Frequently, the wants and the shoulds are contradictory, and we can spin and spin on all the options, contradictions, and possibilities, and we stay put, doing nothing. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes the timing is off, and we know what we want to do, but it isn't the right time. We don't have the appropriate funding, we aren't quite ready yet, the kids are too young, or we need to do some research. But the danger comes when we aren't intentional about what's happening, when we stay stuck, not because it makes sense, but because the battle between the options and the shoulds is too great. When we go back and forth at nauseam and we aren't intentional about what's happening, that's when we get into trouble. So when the shoulds overwhelm us, the shoulds of you should get a master's degree, you should do all this, you should be this perfect person and have this perfect job and be making tons of money and love your job too, no wonder we get stuck. The problem is when we're shooting all over ourselves, we're not really making a decision. So to go back to the debate, I want to find a different job. I'm not happy where I am. The timing may not be right, but I'm going to start applying for jobs and I'm going to see what's out there. And that's a fair assessment. You're moving forward slowly but surely and you're making decisions as you go. But when we get stuck in, well, I should be this and I should be that and I should be this, we never move forward. We never do anything because we're stuck in what we think we should be rather than really facing what's going on. We get stuck in the possibility of where we could be rather than embracing, this is where my life is right now. Right now, I need to be making money for my family. So right now, I'm not going to have a fabulous job that I love because I have a job that makes a ton of money. That's okay. So I'm going to do other things that make sure I add to my life and I'm going to start setting myself up so I can get there. Or I can't take it one more minute. I hate my job so much and I'm dumping this on my family and I'm so miserable and they're miserable. And so we're going to figure out a way for to cut back so I can find another job, maybe make less money and still be happy. 
And when we're honest, we can come up with solutions. Whether the decision is large or small, impacting the long term or the short term, whenever we're listening to the voice of the should, we will remain stuck and we most definitely will not be living happier. So I challenge you this week to kind of pay attention to how often do you say, I should be, I should be, I should be. And every time you hear the word should, check it, check yourself. Am I really? Because should is not a way to guide your life. That is not a way to move, make decisions, to move forward. Whenever we're shooting on ourselves, we're just spinning our, spinning our wheels, basically. We're not getting anywhere. So we need to really be paying attention to how often we say I should be, because should keeps us stuck. And now it's time for the segment of the show called the Weekly Ritual Challenge. One thing that has really helped me live happier is adding regular ritual practices to my daily life. So each week, I'm going to be sharing a ritual with you and challenging you to complete it. This week's ritual is called Just Brush Your Teeth. And I'm putting this out there because I am the queen of multitasking while brushing my teeth. I can be brushing my teeth and be filling up my water glass, brushing my teeth and making the morning coffee. I'm constantly doing something while I'm brushing my teeth. And this week I decided to kind of implement the ritual of just standing in one place and brushing my teeth. To be fully present to my teeth brushing, to do a body scan, notice my thoughts, just to show up to brushing my teeth. And it's made a big difference in my stress level so I challenge you to do the same. thought it might be a fun weekly ritual. So that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast comes out every week. If you have any questions, please email me. I love hearing from you. nancyjane at live-happier.com. And until next time, here's to living happier. <laughs>